This is the Simply Charlotte Mason audio blog with Sonia Schaefer. Today's topic, Charlotte Mason Math with Special Needs. It is 9.30 a.m., and my daughter is sitting in a brown chair in my office. She's ready for our school time. Though she is 19 now, we still homeschool, for she enjoys it, as witnessed by the fact that she's sitting in that chair waiting for me. And part of our work every day is Charlotte Mason Elementary Arithmetic. Ever since I read Rochelle Baborina's comprehensive work on how Charlotte taught math, and especially since I saw her demonstrate the methods, I've been using that approach with my daughter. Yes, she is 19 years old, but with her special needs, we're working on single-digit addition and subtraction. And she's finally understanding it. After years of doing other math programs with no results, she's now beginning to think mathematically. I wasn't sure if that would ever happen. The other day, I paused to try to put my finger on just what made the difference. What is it about Charlotte's approach to math that makes it such a good fit for special needs children and adults? Here are six reasons that came to mind. Now, these reasons are specific to my experience with autism and developmental delays, but many of them will apply to other special needs, too. Number one, using objects that she can hold and move helps her visualize the concepts. My daughter is very visual, so seeing a math concept in concrete form is valuable. But it's not just seeing the concept— With Charlotte Mason's method of guided discovery, my daughter is proving the arithmetic for herself as she moves the objects, and light bulbs are coming on in her comprehension. Number two, everyday objects help her generalize the concepts. Children with autism often have trouble generalizing ideas, If one map shows Georgia in pink, then it must be pink on all maps, she tends to think. So working with everyday objects, buttons, beads, coins, craft sticks, beans, paper clips, and switching to a different object every day or two helps her grasp the concept without locking it onto one particular object. Plus, as we discussed last week, we gradually move from calling the objects by name to pretending that they are something else entirely. Kittens, dogs, books, jelly beans. That step reinforces the generalization. And it also helps her work on the language skill of forming a mental picture of words as she hears them. Number three, she doesn't get overwhelmed because the arithmetic concepts are presented in incremental steps. Charlotte Mason was a genius at foreshadowing. She knew how to gently prepare the child for the next step, very gradually. You can see this approach unfold clearly in her math methods and plan. If I follow Charlotte's guidance, inevitably my daughter can easily move to the next step, and keeps progressing smoothly. The only times that we have experienced puzzlement or struggling 
are when I thought a step wasn't that important and skipped it or skimmed over it or rushed through it. (laughs) Silly mom. When that happens, though, we simply back up a step or two. Each step is there for a reason, and when I remember that, we continue to make steady progress. Number four, it's easy to advance at her pace. Because the steps are incremental, I can easily adjust the pace according to her comfort and confidence level. Many math curricula move too quickly for my daughter, but with a Charlotte Mason approach, I can linger on any step as long as we need to. Here's how. A large part of each Charlotte Mason-style math lesson is the simple sums that we give orally and have the student solve with the object of choice. If she needs to have more practice and experience with one particular number, all I have to do is insert different names and objects in those same simple sums. For example, if we're working on addition and subtraction with the number 8, and one of the simple sums is, you have five buttons, and I give you three more buttons. How many buttons have you now? Well, we can stay on that same concept, but keep it interesting by changing it to some of her favorite things, like Ceylon the dog has five treats, and you give her three more treats. How many treats does Ceylon get to eat? The abundance of simple sums we can use and the length we can stay on that concept depends only on my imagination. Number five, she can focus on the math concepts because the lessons do not require a lot of handwriting. My daughter has very low muscle tone, especially in her small, fine muscles. So handwriting is a major undertaking for her and requires a lot of concentration. Since Charlotte's brilliant method of teaching math is not worksheet-driven, my daughter can use those powers of concentration to focus on the arithmetic concepts rather than on the act of writing row after row of numbers. She's actually excited when she gets to write one equation in her math notebook. And number six, the lessons do not overtax her because they're designed to be short, interactive, and interesting. No lesson goes longer than 20 minutes. Usually, that includes 15 minutes on the newest concept and five minutes of review. And of course, if my daughter's having a rough day, I can easily stop early. And the next day, we simply pick up where we left off. No muss, no fuss. I'm not worried about my daughter's getting to a certain point by a certain date. Charlotte Mason's approach to math is all about taking each step on firm ground. We might not be walking in step with other children, but that's not the goal. We are making progress and making it on solid footing. She is understanding the concepts and she's enjoying the guided journey. And that's why I find her sitting in that chair every morning, eager to learn. You have been listening to the Simply Charlotte Mason audio blog, a reading of the weekly blog post from our site. You can always find the latest posts at simplycharlottemason.com. 
or subscribe to our audio blog through the iTunes Store. Thanks for listening.